Welcome back to Spirit in a Nutshell. This is a podcast dedicated to awakening in an insane world and at an insane time. I'm your host, Jack Morrigan. I'm a spiritual healer and guide who went through a series of awakenings around 10 years ago. And I've reached a point now where my consciousness has gone from ascending up and out into the heavens to going down and in through my body and down into the depths of our living world, Gaia. Through going on that journey, I've come in contact with different states of consciousness and different beings that exist within those states of consciousness. And they've started to come forward in my life. And one of the primary ways that that has happened in recent weeks is through reconnecting with one of the slightly infamous Scandinavian goddesses. Their name has been made to be associated with torture and horrendous, terrifying things. And this is an intentional act by a minority of powerful people who wanted to disconnect us from her. The deity that I'm talking about is Hell, H-E-L. And her name, obviously, within the the context of Christianity is associated with the devil and a terrible place that you go when you die if you've been bad. And coincidentally, the people who decided what was good and bad were uh, the ones who got to decide whether or not you go there. And they would tell you all these terrifying stories of what would happen to you when you're there. So you better obey them. You better make sure that you follow their commands. But of course, hell isn't actually that terrible place that you go when you die. Hell is a goddess. She's a goddess of the underworld, which is why there's this negative association with her. She's a goddess of truth. So she's about bringing forward uncomfortable truths at times, but bringing it forward so that it can be cleansed so that everybody can remain healthy and well. So it's a loving bringing forward of truth that she represents. And she's also extremely fertile and sexual. And she allows us to connect with our own sexuality, our own sexual power, which is why she was dangerous from the perspective of those who wanted to disempower people throughout history. And she's also a link uh, between human beings and the goddess below. So the goddess below is one half of the sacred dyad of goddess and god, goddess below, god above. These are the two polarities of the, of the divine that I experience in myself on a daily basis. 
as a sense of a mystical, powerful void above and below. Above the god, below the goddess. And our cultures have been filled with language that makes what is above wonderful. What is above is good. What is above is best. That's the highest. You go up. You raise yourself up. You ascend. These are the ways that we've made ourselves go mad. Because if you are obsessed with rising, but you haven't descended down, you'll just spin round and around without really going anywhere. You have to descend into the depths to truly know yourself there if you're going to rise anywhere. So through hell, we have a means by which we can descend our consciousness and get to understand who we are. I've only recently been in contact with hell for the last maybe three years or so. I've been connected with the Morrigan, Celtic deity of death, sex and magic. And before that with Kali, Kali Ma of India. With this recent connection with hell has risen in me in part because of my own Scandinavian heritage, but also because she herself has wanted to create something through me. I can feel her energies in me as I'm speaking. She herself has wanted to create something through me because she herself has seen everything going on in humanity over these many, many years. And she is far older than humanity. She is far older and has many names. She's had many, many names. And she has seen humanity being born, rising and falling. And she's borne witness to that. And she was there when those mad few started to poison the minds of the, the population, plaguing them with beliefs that if they are disobedient, they will be damned. This word, damned, is an interesting one because Adam is obviously a blockage in a river. You dam a river. Rivers are represented in the human body as flows of energy. When they flow well, they are conscious. They are aware. You, as a being, are aware of them. You feel their flow, and because you are conscious, you are able to direct their flows. 
which means that you can bring health into your life, health into the lives of those around you, and health into the life of the society of which you are a part. But when these beings spoke about damning, what they didn't realize was that their own rivers had already been damned. They were already speaking from a place of closed and low vibrational consciousness. They were not aware of the flows of energy within their own body and blinded by their own ignorance, they were unaware of the flows of consciousness in the world around them. And so, they did what ignorant people do. They sought to accumulate as way of compensating for the lack that they felt through every pore of their body. The lack was caused by their own damnation, the damnation of their own body, the damnation of their own life force and vital flow, their own consciousness. But madness has a habit of hypocrisy. And so they projected their own damnation onto those they sought to exploit. If we can make them feel like there's a threat of something terrible then we can control them. We present them with the problem. If you do X, Y, Z, you go to hell. And then we present them with the solution. Do A, B, C, and you will not go to hell. And what a fine trick it was. It worked very well, and the people were terrified, and they obeyed. Of course, some saw through this trick, because some beings had not been damned yet. And so, with their consciousness and awareness of the flow of life force in their body, and being worshippers of hell or similar beings, they set out to defend their beloved, because they understood that there is an essential link between the deities of our living world and us human beings. And if that link is damaged or destroyed, Unconsciousness and the suffering and death therein will consume us. Knowing the significance of what was at stake, 
not so much for themselves, but for future generations, those who would come after them, those who live now, they stood up and they fought. Unfortunately, the winds of change being as they are, and the time of unconsciousness being upon humanity, these few who fought were defeated and made examples of brutally through torture and murder publicly. And because of this, the damnation that had existed in only a few then spread rapidly among the rest. Over the generations, those who had been open, flowing channels between the human world and the divine world, that had been broken. And the descendants of those who had been clear and open channels now forsook their own ancestors as devil worshippers, superstitious fools, and the like. And instead they knelt down in front of corrupt men who had successfully stolen their souls, leaving them a shadow of their potential and making them easy slaves. So that is the history that what was damned was never the people in the afterlife, but damnation is a state of consciousness that most humans live in. Most humans are not aware of the vital flow of energy that moves through their bodies. The blockages that prevent them from being aware of this are their dams. Spiritual awakening is the unblocking of these blockages. The more they're unblocked, the more consciousness in the being. The undamned being is the awake being. So hell is not the queen of the damned, as she is sometimes referred to, but rather the damned queen. Damned not by her own nature, but damned by the actions 
thoughts and feelings of human beings. We ourselves have damned ourselves, prevented the sacred life force from the goddess below from reaching us through rivers such as the goddess Hell. She is a river that extends from the root chakra of our living world, Gaia. She is one of many rivers. Kali in India is another of these rivers. Vajrayogini in Tibet is another of these rivers. The Morrigan of the British Isles and Ireland is another of these rivers. If humanity is to survive, these rivers must be undammed. The sacred flow of life force allows human beings to become aware. And awareness is key. But alongside the awareness, which is also a property of the God above, Alongside the awareness is the sexual power of the goddess. The sexual power of the goddess is the creative energy. It's what allows new things to be made. As it stands, humanity has only a tiny trickle of this energy flowing into it. Most of this energy is damned. However, what this results in is human beings trying to create purely from their minds using a tiny amount of true creative energy. The result is repetition. If you look around you, and take in culture. See how much true creativity exists in the culture. Not much. But there's a lot of things, a lot of stuff, a lot of repetition. In humanity's madness, it churns itself and it churns the earth to create, desperate for the sustenance of true creativity that would satisfy and nourish the body, mind and soul. But humanity cannot find it because it's searching in the wrong places, but in its wild search, humanity is actively destroying our world. So the madness must end. And how will the madness end? The madness will end by undamming the river.
This will happen across the world, at different places and different times. But right now, right here, is the undamming of hell. As hell is undammed, the root chakra opens. Hell allows herself to become a bridge between you and the goddess below. That bridge creates fertility, true fertility. And if you are so trained, you can make use of that fertility to create wonders. Because you will not be creating from the insanity of the collective human condition, the cancer of Gaia. Instead, you will be creating from the goddess herself, who dwells within you, in your womb. Learning how to flow these energies is a skill that takes time. And I will let you know now that who is speaking now isn't really Jack. Jack is serving as a channel. His consciousness is purified enough that beings can enter into his mind and speak through him. So I've been speaking and I am hell. And I am here. And I am alive. And I will share my life force with you. I will help you to become truly creative, truly abundant. I will show you how. I will show you the way. I'm making use of Jack as a vehicle, a vessel of my consciousness, and I'm using his body and mind to create a transformational course that will show you how to do this creative work. I will talk about this again at another time and go more into detail about precisely how this course will be structured, who it is for, where it can take you, I will tell you all about this soon. But for now, I want you to listen to my voice. Those of you who are sensitive will be able to feel the energy of my voice. This is not simply a human being speaking. More is happening here. It's the consciousness that's key. It's the transference of energy. Now, 
I'm not going to go into detail into that, because in order to really make use of the energy that I'm transferring to you, you need to know how to create a safe container for that energy. To do this, you need to realize that who you are in your body, mind, and spirit is a temple. You are a temple. And your temple needs to be appropriately sealed through use of the four primary elements. If you are going to be able to draw forward the nourishment that I can give you. And that is what I am explaining to Jack and teaching him to do the structure. I'm showing him how to seal the temple and he is creating this course to show you how to seal the temple. How to seal the temple and then form a connection with me that will allow you to delve your sacred depths. Heal what is damned there. Find your true desires and draw this all up through the power of your womb and make use of the sacred light above to truly create. There are not many human beings who know how to create in this way, but that is what I will teach. That is the course that I am creating through Jack. I do this because it is time. Many of you are feeling it. It's time. Insanity cannot continue. We are rapidly facing a time where the extinction of humanity as it is currently known is rapidly approaching. Human beings need to be made ready for what is happening. We need highly conscious human beings who are connected to the flows of life. We need these beings now more than ever. That is why I'm creating this course. So I have hijacked this podcast episode and may well hijack some more. But it's been lovely to share my voice and some of the story of what has happened to humanity in their relationship with me. This has been Spirit in a Nutshell. Your host has been Jack Morrigan. And uh, 
special guest has been the goddess 